0: Hello! Welcome to the Harmony & Healing Podcast, a podcast about music, health, wellness, and activism that will help you to find balance between life as a musician and self-care through health and wellness. I'm your host, Jazzy Piggott, a Tua player, composer, certified personal trainer, writer, and podcaster based in Baltimore, Maryland. Today, I am going to be interviewing my own younger brother, Gregson E. Piggott. In addition to being a great brother, Gregson is a junior exercise science and physical therapy major at SUNY Buffalo. When not studying, Gregson sings and plays basketball with his friends. In this episode, we cover a wide range of topics, including sibling relationships, physical therapy and its values, staying active through playing sports, the value of practicing beyond the initial phase of not being good at it, performance anxiety, getting past your low points with passion and goals, and scheduling to live a balanced life. I hope you enjoy our interview. Yes, what's it like having
1: right. an amazing system? I actually hate you 100%. No, okay. that's pretty good. I always have someone to talk about, someone who's always behind me um in my corner to support me you know and it's like you have to be there for me because you're my sister do I have to
0: be there though
1: you can't just leave me I mean I could that's family treason so we'd have to kick you out of the family
0: okay well do you think our sibling relationship is stronger than most other people's
1: I think it's pretty strong probably because like we've like grown up like together like all the time we're always doing things together when we were kids
0: yeah, it's true. Same
1: you friends. Still talk to each other a lot. Yeah, same friends. I'd always join your friend groups as much as you didn't want me there.
0: And then I'd join yours, remember? Like, yeah, hang like out,
1: food and stuff. Yeah.
0: So do you have, like, tips for other siblings to maintain good sibling relationships?
1: I mean, I guess you just got to stay close and continue talking to your siblings. You know, like, just know that your sibling's there to support you instead of, like attack you or something i don't know
0: do we talk that much i feel like we don't talk that much when you're at school because you forget about me and then i text you every once in a while i've never you don't text me unless you have some random question
1: i mean we're talking now are we?
0: yeah okay Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) acting like we talk every week or something all
1: right all right you know i'm gonna ask you the same question what do you think is a great way to keep the sibling relationship going i don't know Well, you don't think we good
0: people?
1: I mean, we talk, people.
0: I think we talk because we have deeper conversations than a lot of siblings have. I think that's because we're like very close on that level. It's not that we talk frequently, it's just that we have quality time when we're together. mm -hmm. Yeah. So, love your siblings, they're great, and your other family members. If you're an only child,
1: you always love your family, never take your family for granted. That's true. Yeah.
0: So Gregson, what is it you do? Who are you? Who's Gregson Piggott?
1: Well, I'm Gregson Piggott. I am a physical therapy major. Well, exercise science major, trying to get into the DPT program at University of Buffalo. My favorite things to do are play basketball, play a lot of video games. Gotta have those. And just like work at my school, work to study in my school about it
0: okay so when did you become an exercise science major instead of physical therapy
1: well exercise science is like the original major that's the undergrad major like that leads into physical therapy athletic training occupational therapy so you basically do like three to four years of that depending on how fast you can get your major like the requirements done and then you apply to like let's like the DPT school for me, or the occupational therapy program and athletic training programs, depending on what you want to do. So I'm applying to the DPT program. I just submitted an application like a few days ago. We'll see Good if look. I get it. Yay. <laughs> Yay.
0: Why physical therapy?
1: See, when I, was in, when I was in high school, I played a lot of sports. And with sports come injury. So like... Whenever I'd get injured, I'd always be in um, the athletic trainer's office, like trying to recuperate. And then I did physical therapy um, too over the summer. And I thought that helped me a lot. And I could have been an athletic trainer, but I was like, all right, not gonna lie, the money aspect did play a part and physical therapists do make a bit more money. And it's also like, you get to see a lot more patients of different variety. So as like, you can see older people, um, younger people, people with like different like problems, like let's say someone has like a back problem. Like there's a lot more things you can do as a physical therapy to help people out.
0: So what's the value in physical
1: therapy? A lot of value. So like, because of the COVID-19 pandemic, a lot of people have developed a bunch of chronic illnesses like back pain and, and like knee problems from sitting down all the time. So physical therapy is starting to like increase a lot. So um physical therapists are helping with that and they basically they can basically take you from like 50% to like 100% just like basically bring you back to normal and help you really get your life back together get you more physically fit and active
0: Okay like is that what you talk about in your courses how the pandemic might be affecting people like that
1: We actually don't talk about that in the course I did a bit of like studying on that for a class and I've talked about that with I'm um, physical therapists that I've either interviewed or, um, or did like volunteer programs under. Okay. Yeah.
0: So how do you think the field will look like in 10 years then?
1: I feel like the field will probably be a lot bigger. Maybe physical therapists would make more money and people would go to physical therapists a lot more. One of the volunteer programs I did The physical therapist there was like oh people should come to physical therapy first instead of getting surgery because physical therapists can often find ways to treat your problem without needing surgery like there's a lot of like knee pains that people have that actually stem from the back because like the back like the the spinal cord controls a lot of things in your body and that can cause pain if there's something wrong with it so if people go to physical therapists first for these things, then they can avoid the cost of surgery and the potential like downsides of surgery and actually get better without it. So I think in like 10 years, more people will go to physical therapists like first.
0: Okay. So now you know I'm a personal trainer. So what's the difference between a physical therapist and a personal trainer in your opinion?
1: Huge Other difference. than the
0: fact that I don't have a degree.
1: the <laughs> difference personal trainers are like they're not uh fixing your injuries they're more like all right let's get this exercise in let me make you like like more physically stronger like physical therapists are working on injuries yeah they do work on a bit of like they work on strength but it's more like trying to get your body back to like less injured like 100 percent while like personal trainers are trying to take your like 100% form and make it like 150% make you stronger I don't know that's the best way I can explain it right now
0: okay I mean if you have a good personal trainer they are supposed to address like imbalances and stuff like that that's like part of the job but a lot of trainers don't do that so then do you recommend like maybe doing them together if somebody had an injury or would you say like do physical therapy first and then work on training
1: i think do physical therapy first because like you want to get your the part of your body that was injured back to like into the shape where you actually can do personal training things because like i see personal trainers as people who help you like build muscle and, and strength But, like, as you said, they can help you work on imbalances, but I feel like a physical therapist would be a lot better at that. And you should see them first before going to a personal training.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess you do have, like, a whole degree in it. So, it's different (laughs) than certification. (laughs) No offense. (laughs) I mean, there's no offense there. It's like, when I listen to the Mind Pump podcast, if they ever listen to this, that would be amazing. But shout out to them. Um, And they always talk about, like, how they're all personal trainers and they've been personal trainers for 20 years but then it's hard to realize that none of them have like a higher education so they're all like you know they went through high school and then they became personal trainers and then worked their way up that way and like they know some stuff but it's do they know everything because obviously Mm -hmm. you can't
1: because like as i said with the back thing you can go to like a a personal trainer looking to like get strength in your legs right and like maybe try to reduce the like pain that you feel when you're squatting but like you could still have this back issue and you don't even know about it and you could still be feeling this pain and the only way to actually like find out what's causing you the pain is to go to a physical therapist and have them check you out so like that's like a big difference just that education aspect and the fact that physical therapists are more working on your injury like not necessarily, like, they're working to get you strong, but that's not, like, the main focus. They're focusing more on fixing your injuries.
0: A uh, Second part of this podcast is also about musicians, primarily just because I'm a musician. So how do you think that physical therapy can benefit musicians?
1: Well, you play the tuba, right? Like, I know yes. that, but yeah. Yes. <laughs> so I'm assuming, I remember when you were a kid, you couldn't carry the thing in marching band. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. It would probably cause a lot of back pain sitting with that big thing. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> that. that thing. Oh I mean, physical therapist. You get a lot of back pain from that too, but you probably want to see a physical therapist sometime.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah, just to help that out. You know, get, get yourself stronger. Probably a lot of things they can do about that.
0: Yeah, I'm in a course right now where it's actually addressing like music and medicine and like little things like we're learning basically like general physical therapy stuff and how it works for musicians. Because musicians are considered the athletes of fine motor skills because you are like when you're practicing, especially like violin or something, like you're you're very active when you're doing that and you're like repeating the same stress over and over and over again. And a lot of musicians, like later in life, will get these like chronic little pains that happen. And it's just to avoid that.
1: Yeah, like um, pains in your wrists and and, like fingers, right? Yep. A physical therapist about those.
0: Yeah, shoulder.
1: Yeah, shoulder. Your foot, I guess, if you're a drummer, can you need the pedal? I don't know. (laughs) Okay. (laughs)
0: Pianists use pedals.
1: Yeah, period. I don't know. Drums are the first thing that went into my mind because okay. I was thinking of the pedal on the on the big bass drum on the ground. Organ. Yeah, it's your organs.
0: All the organists out there.
1: Yeah, if you <laughs> have a problem.
0: So Gregson, you're a full-time student. How do you stay active? Or do you stay active? I guess that's the first question.
1: I do try to stay active. This past week, I've been trying to play a lot of basketball, but my friends weren't down. Like My friend got sick and stuff. I should definitely start going alone to the gym, but it's a lot more fun with a friend with you. They're, they're there to push you while you're um, either working out or playing basketball. And I also just don't like going alone to places.
0: Aw, that's so sad.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm afraid of being alone. Yeah,
0: so... Gregson is a Gretchen Rubin for tendencies obliger. So that means he relies on <laughs> oh, yeah. outer accountability. It's true. No, uh, you know it's true. You took the uh, quiz.
1: Uh, stop with that, <laughs> with that garbage.
0: <laughs> it is not garbage. There's like, it is very, I love that set, te- like that framework. So if you haven't taken <laughs> the quiz yet, go gretchenrubin.com.
1: What are you, an enforcer?
0: I'm an upholder.
1: So that upholder? means I
0: respond to inner and outer accountability. Very Sorry, what
1: are what are all four of them again?
0: So you have upholders where you respond to inner and outer, obligers who respond to only outer, questioners who respond to only inner expectations, and then rebels who don't respond to either.
1: Right. I feel like you're a questioner. No. You don't respond to yourself. You don't care about the outside world.
0: I'm... I'm a questioner-leaning upholder.
1: Oh, okay. So you're admitting it.
0: I know I lean towards questioner, but I am an upholder, like, in general. Yeah, okay. Because I do understand. Mm -hmm. Because the thing about upholders is they tend to, like, they, a lot of them tend to uphold themselves, like, more so because they don't want to, like, let go of their own goals for somebody else's. Like, that's the biggest difference between an obliger and an upholder. 'Cause mm-hmm. like an obliger, somebody asks me to do something, I'm gonna do it. But the whole gonna be like, yeah, but in my calendar, I actually have this thing I put there for myself. So I'm gonna go do that instead of what you asked me to do.
1: I mean, that's I do friends. that too. Yeah? I do that too. Yeah.
0: It's a tendency. Course, yeah. It's not like a like that's all you do, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Well,
1: yeah.
0: Anyways, so you said you need to start going to the gym alone, but yeah. it's hard for you to do.
1: But yeah, generally I try to um, play some basketball about every day, which is, it's a pretty good workout because you get, you get that quick start and stops when you're like going from sprinting to just like a, a jogging pace Then you have a lot of side to side movement. You're jumping a lot. I feel like it works a lot of your body. I used to, I used to weight lift a lot, but as I said, with the injuries, it does hurt me like on my knees and my shoulder too. So I like, I don't do it as much.
0: Okay. How can somebody who's like looking to do a sport because they can't get themselves to exercise on their own, how is someone looking to do a sport going to be able to find a sport that they can do?
1: Well, first you have to find a sport that's like simple. You're not going to go out there and go ice hockey because you can't really get the ice skates, right? You can look at like soccer, flag football, basketball, and you just see what you like. A lot of guys, they already watch sports. My friend's favorite sport is soccer. So he could probably just like, like if he really wants to play, he gets some friends to go out there and try it. Not everyone is built for a certain sport or like has the talent to do a certain sport so they could try picking up another. My friend, he really loves basketball and he's trying to play. So I like teach him how to play the game. He's really making an effort to play it. So you just have to find something you like put in an effort to get yourself better at it and keep on trying every day
0: now with that effort because it's really hard to suck at something right but that's always the first step so how do you recommend people get past the I suck at this phase I don't do the, it. I
1: suck. <laughs> you just gotta practice like I used to suck at every sport Except for football, because I'm just naturally talented. I'm just a legend. <laughs> I, I was horrible at basketball when I first started. And I just, like, you know, I was, I was out there on the basketball hoop, just shooting. Sometimes I went out in the rain. Or I'd, like, I'd 1v1 my dad a lot. And then I'd eventually start 1v1ing my best friend a lot. And, like, I would dribble inside sometimes. And eventually I got, like, pretty good at the sport, if I do say so myself. So you just have to you just have to put in work and keep playing if you love it that much. Like the only the only way to get past sucking is to actually like try to not suck. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you can't just magically one day get past sucking. You actually you have to like play. Yeah. Like and it's like you can't just do like practice play too. You have to play like in a game like sense too. Cuz like you can practice all you want but if you don't try it in a game, then you're not going to be good at it.
0: Because it's like it's like the that. same for music, right? Because, you know, when you, you practice, you're stuck in a practice room and I guess you're practicing and like, yeah, when you first pick up the piece, you're not going to be able to play it well, but then you have to keep on going and push through all those missed notes that you're doing. And then you, if you're, if you have performance anxiety, you can't just expect it to disappear by it not is. performing. Like you have to go up there and expose yourself to
1: that. Yeah, that's true. That's definitely true, especially with the performance anxiety. I I really don't like performing in front of people, but I like I have to put myself out there and do it if I want to sing in front of a crowd. And I've like gotten better at it. Like I've gotten more used to like small crowds. But if I really want to like try and sing in front of someone, then I have to try it. I have to try like singing in front of people.
0: Who do you sing in front of?
1: You know, sometimes I sing in front of my friends or like sometimes like if an uber driver's playing a good song i'll, I'll sing it i'll sing in front of the uber driver yeah. <laughs> give the uber driver a nice little show for free he should be paying but you know oh okay I'm, I'm paying him
0: <laughs> yeah but he's driving
1: you somewhere uh, i mean yeah but i have to pay for the drive so i'm basically paying him to hear my songs my yeah but i don't him.
0: think he asked to hear your your no, he didn't. It's all right.
1: It's all right. He mentally asked the minute he the minute I stepped into the car, he mentally asked in his mind to hear my music. Yeah, like you're gonna get like an up.
0: Uber review, like a bad review. Like this kid just kept singing through the car. <laughs> like don't take, don't pick him up. <laughs> all, right.
1: all right, the kid, the guy put on mirrors by Justin timberlake and I had no choice but to sing to it. I had no choice. Mm-hmm. No choice. <laughs> hmm.
0: How did he react?
1: Um, he was like, he didn't say anything, but I could just tell by his mannerisms that he was like really feeling it. <laughs> 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 I could just tell.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh!
1: <laughs> I could, I could see it in him that he's like, oh my god, please sing another song. Like he was ready to buy a concert right then and there. Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't didn't ask for, like, my name so he could be, like, my first fan when I drop my first album.
0: When are you dropping your first album?
1: I mean, eventually. No, I really got to, like, I got to learn how to write some lyrics because I would become a singer if I could write.
0: You could also sing existing songs, be cover artists first.
1: That's true. I could. That's true. I'd rather, like, write my own stuff. Actually, no. All right, if you were to take a route to become like um like a famous like singer, pop star, what would you do? Would you start with cover artist things or would you start with your own music?
0: Um, It depends. Like if you're really good at making your own music, then make your own music. But if it's something that you have like a, a mental hang up over, then it would be better to start as a cover artist, grow a following that way. And then while you're being a cover artist, like work on writing and then get good at writing. So then. You have a following already and then you bring out your own song and then people know you from the existing music so then they're like oh they also make their own music that's pretty cool
1: yeah all right that's fine maybe i'll try that yeah what's that app you tried to get me to use for the cover artist thing
0: what cover artist thing
1: remember you wanted me to you wanted to do like all of me on that app where we'd like we'd like do it like fully acapella
0: oh it's called acapella Oh okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh it's It's fine. Well thanks. And everyone knows the app. Thanks for that.
0: (laughs) I mean you know it, Dale. All
1: right. If you're out there listening to this podcast, download Acapella. It's a really cool app. You can like overlay different sounds to make a full song all by yourself. That's how it works, right? Yep.
0: Yeah, you like, yeah, record we're, a bunch we of. we are videos.
1: sponsored. We're sponsored by Acapella.
0: No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any sponsors yet. I don't have enough viewers to get ads. So we're actually okay.
1: sponsored by SeatGeek. By what? By SeatGeek. What is that? In Raycon, we're sponsored by Raycon and SeatGeek.
0: What is SeatGeek?
1: SeatGeek is where you buy tickets. so, so SeatGeek is a great app which shows you the best ticket prices for games, concerts, anything you want. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, okay. I'm, trying to get you, I'm trying to get you this ad revenue.
0: Yeah, ad revenue from this company that doesn't know I exist. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. How do you keep going when you have, like, is in your life?
1: I don't know, to be honest. I just keep going just cause like, I feel like I have to in order to like survive, Mm -hmm. you know? Like I need need to figure out a goal for myself, like something to set for myself to keep me like with full passion. Like right now I'm going half-heartedly in life. But like if I had a full passion goal then I know I could do everything 100% when right now I'm only going like 70 or 60. Are you working towards developing that passion somehow? yeah, I'm kind of working towards it. I feel like I feel like things are getting better in life, but That's you know good. things should things should be a lot like a lot better, like I could be working like harder if I just like set a concrete goal like my friend's been helping me through it, and I think he's doing a good job, and it's like really good to have friends who can help you along like I should go to um a therapist to just get that down. Like people tell me it's helpful a lot.
0: Yes. It is helpful. Yeah. Yeah. You should do that.
1: Yeah, I should, right? Yeah. Right. I should call them up.
0: Yeah, you should. Right after we're done recording.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. hmm Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'll follow up.
1: Okay. Okay. All
0: right. (laughs) All right. right. And then do you have any tips for people to live a fully balanced life when they're busy?
1: Any tips? I guess just like, try to find time for yourself. Like, I feel like there's a lot of things that people are like, oh, I gotta do this now. But it's like, you can always find a way to to like squeeze in other things or, do that thing where like you could do it faster like i take so like some similar classes to my friends but i'm always able to like, give myself free time like by doing the other thing like in a, in a pretty quick fashion what do you mean by like, that i don't know i'm just like i'm generally faster at doing things sometimes and i'm able to like i'm able to get it done quick so i have time for myself later or i just like i have good time management so I can do that thing either now or later, depending on when I want to do it and still have time to get like other things that I want to do for myself done.
0: Okay. I see what you're saying.
1: It's hard to explain.
0: So what about people who just don't work fast?
1: Just get faster. Wow. <laughs> get good. Dude. Just get good.
0: Okay.
1: Get good. I mean, you could work at a good pace and still find time for yourself. It's just like you have to get it done at a time, like make a schedule for yourself so you can like block out. All right, this time I got to write an essay so I can go chat with my friends in an hour or play basketball or go to the gym in an hour. And then after that, I'm going to cook dinner for myself. Then later that night, I'm going to go do this homework. So I have the weekends free.
0: Totally yeah. party. So make, if you're
1: make a good listening.
0: <laughs> Episode nine was all about scheduling. So go check out that episode.
1: Oh, Gregson no, definitely
0: copied... listen to that.
1: Did I just right? copy your episode?
0: <laughs> oh, <my laughs> yeah, God. Gregson God. listens to all my podcast episodes. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I yeah. got that from episode nine.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep, all episode right.
1: nine. Yeah, I stole it from you.
0: Okay, yeah. All right. So do you have anything else you want to say, Gregson?
1: If you really like something, work towards that goal. Because you might regret it in the future about it that's and and try to save as much memories as you can
0: like photos
1: uh, huh yeah photos sometimes I wish I had more photos of moments I had in high school just to look back on and be like oh I did this that and the third it's like I remember this and then you can also like also take advantage of every opportunity you get because there's some things that I regret that I didn't do
0: good advice yeah So the next segment on the podcast is called Roses, Buds, and Thorns. We do this segment to cultivate an attitude of authenticity for us and within the listeners. So a rose is something that's going well, a bud is something you're looking forward to, and a thorn is something bad that happened. So we're going to start, Gregson, what's your thorn this week? All
1: right, I got a 70 on the test. That's that's the thorn right there.
0: Okay. Now, was it because you didn't study for the test?
1: No, I studied. I just, like... I'm not a good test taker, to be honest. Oh. Yeah.
0: It's okay. C's get degrees.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry, I'm doing good with the quizzes. Quizzes will carry you in college. Yeah. Quizzes do carry.
0: No, it's because, like, in college, you get, like, two exams at the quarter, and they're worth 50% of your grade, and so you fail both of them. It's like, oh, got a 50. <laughs> my thorn this week. I procrastinated on studying for an exam. The exam went fine, but I procrastinated, and I was super stressed out, and I thought everything was falling apart, and I was like, maybe I should quit my job. And then maybe I should stop music. But then I realized that, you know, I'm doing it and I'm going to the class. So I, I did well on the exam, even though like I did procrastinate studying for it. But I also realized that there's no purpose of me taking these classes because I literally am just here to perform. So me taking a tonal analysis course isn't really benefiting me because I already took a tonal analysis course in my undergrad. So no. yeah, new insights.
1: So you dropped the class?
0: No, I didn't. I can't drop the class. It's still a requirement. Yeah, it's just like a gen ed type thing, but it's like a specialized gen ed now.
1: But you're a doctor. Why do you need gen ed?
0: Because they want you to be a well-rounded musician. I don't know. Kind of dumb. Because I'm not a well-rounded musician from the six years of theory I've been taking already.
1: Yeah, that's kind of stupid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gosh, <laughs> that's a waste of time. I would hate that. Like high school and college too. They they have all these classes that you have to take that are just a waste of time, where you could be doing other things that are like actually like related to what you want to do.
0: Yep, yeah. Like I took biology of sex in undergrad because that is very applicable <laughs> to me as a music major. Because
1: yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. I took I took chemistry. Like I mean, I get it. I'm a, a technically a science major, but there's no way I'm using chemistry in the physical therapy field. <laughs> <laughs> like all those, all those basic sciences are not helping me later on in <laughs> life.
0: Except for biology, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, but I took an AP to get out of that, which was very smart. Okay. Yeah. Stat- okay. Statistics. I'm not using that.
0: <laughs> you need statistics
1: i'm not using that
0: that's how you interpret articles
1: maybe a little calculus though i'm definitely not using that
0: oh well yeah that's calculus you need calculus calculus for anything
1: that won't be used
0: it's there though you took the course
1: yep ap got a four
0: (laughs) i always like thinking about reflecting on high school and how big of a deal like honors and ap was back in high school and now i'm like and getting my doctorate I'm like what was the purpose of all that like I freaked out over AP classes for like literally nothing kind
1: of The AP can't help you like I could have gotten <laughs> out of more classes if I took the APs and probably could have been faster <laughs> like yeah. I could have had more open spaces in my schedule if I took more APs
0: but that's it I mean it, otherwise it doesn't really do much and then like when you're out of your undergrad and you're getting your advanced degrees, it really has no, it doesn't matter.
1: For any for any high schooler, if you want to make life easier later, like your college life, take some APs.
0: Unless it stresses you out, then that unless it stresses
1: you out. So if you went to Janglin High, if you go to Janglin High School, don't take AP physics.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're not allowed to talk about specific people on this podcast <laughs> there was a teacher it wasn't a great teacher but that's all we need to know about that
1: what do you get what do you get a two
0: i got a three okay oh, I thought
1: you got, are you sure you didn't get like a star or whatever it is
0: oh my gosh <laughs> star. anyways so what's your your bud gregson Going back on wait, what's track.
1: The, what's the butt again? Give me back. What you're that.
0: looking forward to.
1: What am I looking forward to? Looking forward to taking this test on Thursday. Can't wait to get rid of that.
0: Are you excited, like genuinely, or is that just. No, I, it just get,
1: I just want to get it done. Oh, you know? okay. Like I'm excited to be, fi- excited to be finished with it.
0: Got it. So you're looking forward yeah. to the day after the test,
1: basically. Yeah, exactly.
0: Okay.
1: Or like, or like the time after the test. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: But My... I'm looking forward to the weekend, too, because, you know, I'm a college kid. You know what college kids do on the weekend. Okay,
0: Kirkson.
1: Yeah.
0: Undergrads. hmm <laughs> My bud this week is I have the half marathon on Saturday. So I'm super excited because... Again, like a year ago, I was running only to 5K, and now it's like, oh, look at me running 13 miles for fun. So, yeah.
1: 13 miles, that's crazy.
0: Yeah, I could go longer, too. Like, yesterday I did a nine-mile. <clears throat> it felt super easy, and, like, it didn't that, feel easy. That's
1: crazy. You're, you're a fitness guru right there. goes from 300 pounds to to 150 running nine miles in five seconds, like the flash. <laughs> yeah, I wish, <laughs>
0: all right Gregson and what is your rose
1: I guess um my homework's going pretty well got all that done I actually did it before like the due day this time so I have a lot of free time I was able to um, be productive and um write some stuff I uh the application I submitted went well too
0: yay all right, and my rose this week, oh, I met, well, I guess this was, was this my bud last week? Yeah, it was my bud last week, but it's my rose this week. I met Naomi Tuber, who is my friend from elementary school, and I got to hang out with her like all day Saturday, and we went apple picking into a farmer's market, and we cooked a lot, which was really fun because I hadn't seen her in like six years and then I also met a euphonium player, Jermaine Fryer, who's an incredible euphonium player, if you haven't checked him out. But it was really nice to meet him and get lunch yesterday. We were going to play duets, but then we both forgot our duet books, so that didn't happen. But next time.
1: Um, then, how did you, you and Naomi meet up? What do you mean? How did you guys meet up? Like, what happened? How do you uh, get that going? Did you just text it, like, out of the blue?
0: Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: Oh, that's yep. cool. oh.
0: She hadn't seen anybody in like she said she's only been seeing her parents in the last three months, so what? she hasn't like been outside of her house, but she was like living up in Boston for a while and then COVID just being isolated. Yeah. So oh, then yeah. now she lives in DC her college friends all left so she just hasn't like done anything.
1: Yeah. Oh, she's close. Oh, yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. that's really? oh. It's just an hour train ride.
1: Not even an mm-hmm. hour. It's like 45 minutes to 55. Yeah. You didn't, walk right. over like mm-hmm. the, you didn't walk over there like the superior athlete you are? No. I don't <laughs> think not? walking
0: 60 miles might take a you little
1: while. Won, you could have went for a nice run.
0: Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe next time. We'll see. I'll take up my friend Kaylee Bernard <laughs> from the <third> <laughs> eleven. <laughs>
1: Episode episode 11 is you detailing a run to DC. Oh man.
0: Well we'll we'll see. Maybe one day. Next year instead of the marathon, I skip over and it's like, let's do 60 miles. Let's go.
1: Yeah. You should make like a a documentary of you running a running around America.
0: Yeah, I don't know if I'll be that that type of runner.
1: Around America in 80 days.
0: gosh anyways so gregson where can people find you
1: i mean if you really want to find me you'll you'll figure that out yourself
0: wow like do you have (laughs) any social media handles or anything you want to give to the greater good
1: hold on, let me look at my instagram
0: you don't know your social media handle
1: no i completely forgot all right so my instagram is greg underscore e dot p dot seven six zero and that's about the only thing i use i use snapchat too but i'm not going to give that out
0: wow what if people want to send you snaps
1: no i'm not letting that happen
0: okay i forgot about (laughs) snapchat
1: yeah (laughs) i don't use enough to just like let people follow me randomly
0: okay i see all right well thank you so much gregson for coming on the show it was good to talk to you you're welcome All right. So thanks again for listening. Um, If you have a chance, just leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and share this with your friends and family because that helps other people find the show. Right now we have about like 15 listeners and it'd be great to get that a little higher. So share, like, subscribe, and then our social media will be covered in the outro. So take care. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Harmony and Healing. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Harmony and Healing Podcast. And you can find me personally at the Jazzy Tubist on both Facebook and Instagram. And at my website, jasminepigot.com. I'll see you next Thursday. Anyways, time out. What are you doing?
1: What do you mean? What do you want?
0: I hear you clicking the computer. <laughs>
1: i'm trying to get it going
0: (laughs) yeah but this isn't the it's going to be in the audio you can't be doing that all
1: right i'll stop all right we'll